Have you been a victim of a manipulator? Or you know someone around you that has been a victim of a manipulator? Now, how can these manipulators be identified? What are their schemes and their means? Hello, my name is Uchen Naozek, also known as Bethany Place. I'm your content craftsman and your personal transformation advocate. Welcome to another edition of Blazing Impact Podcast. Sit back and listen. Today's episode is titled, How Manipulators Could Maximize Emotional Intelligence. Emotional intelligence is very wonderful. It's a very nice um, tool in our daily interactions with people. It's very, it's, a, it's an important requirement. However, it could be used for evil or for wrong or for bad, <laughs> as some one of my friends would say. So we, I want to share with you some points on how manipulators could maximize this emotional intelligence. So we have one, silence is their dependable weapon. Two, subtle cajoling. Three, emotional manipulation through negative emotion. Four, fast in speaking. Five, asking too many questions. Six, insistence on home court advantage. Seven, capitalize on the need to to return favors. Eight, they exploit your happiness. Nine, deception. Ten, fear mongering. Now let's start with the first one. Silence is your dependable weapon. See, silence is a very powerful weapon for those that know how to use it. And for manipulators, they know how to use this tool very, very well. It's a very powerful weapon in their hands. You see, you meet someone or you're in a relationship with someone whereby the person just, when the person feels offended, they just keep quiet. They don't want to say anything. You beg, you ask them, what is the problem? What's wrong? Like, what is it? You kneel down, you roll on the floor, you genuflect. Like, the person just keeps quiet. And the problem is that the person knows what to say, but they just feel that they, that's what they want to deal with you with that. So they keep quiet, put it in that position whereby you virtually beg for the attention, beg for, you know, for you know, uh, something to, you know, for you to say something. But because they wanted to, because they wanted to accomplish something, they do it intentionally to keep you in that position, in that position to beg them or to 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 seek their uh, uh, input. So manipulators use this a lot. Anyone you see that uses silent treatment in this way is a manipulator. It's very easy for them to do that because they know that oh this person loves them, the person will not want to offend them more. So they will want to use it just to make sure that they are in control because they want to maintain control so they use the silent method to to hold on to that hold that person to delay that person to manipulate that person and that is actually how it comes in as a very important tool because yeah sometimes you might not want to say anything maybe out of not wanting to say the wrong things but you also want to like you know just take it as a temper issue and allow things to calm down before you can say it yeah that is another aspect but this in this situation the manipulator just wants to use it to control so in that means to control they keep on they just keep quiet they don't want to say anything so that takes us to the next one subtle cajoling 
see this is a very interesting one too because they want you to do something instead of just maybe appealing to you directly or just okay being patient but because they still want to control they keep on cajoling you subtly they try to uh, manipulate you emotionally try to you know urge you cajole you just do it in a very subtle manner so that it will not be as if they are trying to be pushy or they are trying to make you do what you don't want to do but they know what they are doing because the idea is to weaken your defenses you know to make you feel you know committed or or, or feel uh, indebted but in such a way that you have to do that thing now at, the, at that point in time you think you are doing it out of your own way but they have really manipulated and jumbled the whole thing in such a way that you cannot you are not necessarily doing it out of your own will but out of you know you have fallen for their cajoling you have used a lot of their wiles like some females which they call it feminine wiles they will use all those means to make sure you do that thing for guys that do it they will use they will try to tell you you know appeal to your emotions appeal to your desires to your to your willingness to do something you know they try to make you really feel committed to do that thing yes there's nothing wrong with asking people for something and trying to maybe remind them but you see this controlling aspect of it because why they're doing it is they are is to fulfill their selfish um tendencies not necessarily because okay yes is for a corporate benefit but because of your own selfish selfish you know benefits and when you begin to see such selfishness it's visually difficult to hide but because many times uh, we are carried away by you know the love or the romance and everything we are a little bit overly oblivious of these influences but they are very subtle so that's why it's very difficult now that takes me to the third one emotional manipulation through negative emotion you see some people they know that uh, you love them they know that you know when they are not feeling well that you are going to you know attend to them what they will do they might just trade tantrum just you know start feeling that even that like they are sad they faint uh, pain they faint all sorts of you know worry and concern you know the idea is to bring you back to focus on them is it one of the things about this manipulator is that they still want the focus to be on them they want the focus to be away from the general benefit of relationship but to them they don't want you to have your own uh, you know when it comes to things about you they try to they don't want like to give it attention they don't want to give it you know the same attention they will give if it was something that they know it would directly benefit them besides when you are in a relationship with someone, you also know that if that person is doing well, it will also reach you. When that person is making make prog- making progress, you also gain from it. Interestingly, these manipulators they want everything to be about them, and that's why they will employ negative emotion. Negative emotion, like I said, that could be something like they are worried, they are sad, you know, they feel bored bothered they feel uh, pained and all those things the truth about is that everything is directed towards manipulating to looking at them and doing that thing that they want you to do for them now fourth one fasting speaking <laughs> interestingly fasting speaking yeah sometimes yeah, some people is natural but you know one of the reasons why they do this is 
they want a solution whereby they say something. So when you when they do that and they will say like, um, but I told you when I when did you say it? And I said it that time when I was telling you about something else. Yeah, because that time maybe probably your attention was on something. Okay, let me let me use an example. Somebody wants you to buy uh, egg, uh, buy uh, onions, and uh, you know, buy something like bread also. Interestingly, the manipulator will be so fast with it that he might end up, he or she might end up maybe saying something like, "I also wanted to buy butter or, man- or butter or, or peanuts, uh, peanuts for me." But because the person was fast enough, they wanted to went by. By the time you fail in that, you will be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. Can I go out and get it again?" They just want it to be all about them. Yes, they said it in Lisbon because they were so far. You, you were not so conscious, so you, you will fall definitely fall for it. However, they did it intentionally, speaking too fast, saying out all the things too fast, so that you miss some of the little details, and that is where they will come back and say, eh, "But I told you, I said it when I was saying it the other day," and they start, you know, trying to make you feel bad about it before you know it you'll be forced to go and look for that same thing for them asking too many questions see they they want a lot of these manipulators they will start asking you some things you know it's as if they are worrying it's as if you are on a you are on a job interview in fact some job interviews don't ask as much questions as they are you know they'll ask you okay are you uh, when you have this headache does it also affect your head like seriously does it uh, when you have this headache does it make you start closing your eyes uh, do you normally have it once a week or do you is it twice a week they be so gentle and kind and cool and calculated they know what they are doing they just want to manipulate the idea to ask these questions is not to know or out of curiosity but they just want to use it to get certain information that they want to use against you you see a lot of all these manipulators they may not manifest like this in all of them like like where from the points we have talked about but some of them have one or two of these things so that's why you have to be very careful very very uh, observant when some of these uh, attributes start showing up in the life of someone around you insistence on home court advantage that's number six okay what they want is come to my house and come and take it in my house now this person is not willing to visit you i remember one day i what what, what was it a friend of mine i wouldn't say she's a manipulator but that was an attribute she showed she's not she's not she's actually not a friend of mine though but she was in in my class this lady what she would do is she doesn't visit people so one of the days I, she, I think she asked me for a material, like for a series of materials, for you no, know, for a course. So I told her what, like I'm going to my house. You can come to my house with your system and pick them up. So she now said I should bring them to her. Like I said, no, 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 I cannot. That she should come to her because imagine I going my to my house to bring something that you need. What is wrong in just coming? Even if you don't visit people, just come. I can go out of my house and just stay in front of my house and just you know transfer the thing it just it's not something i could transfer through mail you know and i could i didn't have time to upload it on google drive then 
but I felt if she really wanted it that desperately, she can just come and just use my flash drive, my hard drive, transfer it to her system, and that's it. So this is so. Some of these manipulators are like this. They want you to still come to their house to give them something that they need. And they um maybe for this lady she wasn't that type. That's her own personal policy, but it didn't go with me that day. So but some people they want it to come to her. They want it to be in their house. Any serious thing that wants their need ought to be done. They want it in their house. So it's very interesting, but it happens. Manipulators are really very very manipulative. Seven, capitalize on the need to return favors. Ah, this is the one. You see, there's nothing like, uh, you know, love. Love, you know, love is when you're giving somebody, you're not expecting it to be returned. You just want to, to give or do that thing because you have the ability to do that. For manipulators, ah, once they do something for you, just know that you're already a debtor. You're already in debt to them and they will go any length to make sure you repay that debt. So, they will just... They will continue manipulating, they will continue going around, they continue trying to find ways to make you see that you have to also show love to them, return that favor to them. And that is interesting because if such people are in your friends, I wonder what kind of friends they are. Are they transactional friends or just friends or real friends? They exploit your happiness. You see, when you are happy, they try to use that period to make demands because you know sometimes when you're happy you can be so you know you might lose control so you tend to make some kind prom- kind of promise you make some kind of promises maybe promises you cannot keep so they capitalize on those moments to make you say okay you know you're gonna do buy that stuff for me right you're gonna do that thing for me right you know you i know you know you know you know you're my my, my sweetheart right you know you're happy so okay don't worry i'll do it baby i'll do it baby for you maybe i'll do it for you you know they just know how to capitalize on it they just want to make sure that at that point in time you're happy you will lose less guard of your will they will you lose you you they, they'll make sure that you you do that you know you promise to do that and you know sometimes for some of us when you make promises that way definitely you have to keep the promise so it's better you don't make promises but these guys are these ladies are so powerful are so uh you know careful and tactical that they know what they are doing at this point in time so they will make sure they exploit you when you are happy deception deception is a very wonderful like very powerful game it's a powerful tool these guys use you see deception is when people try to put up the kind of thing they are not they can lie they can lie they can you know uh, uh, cover up for things and sometimes deception is very difficult to separate deception from lying because you want to deceive people so you you either put up an image that is contrary to who you really are or you say something that is totally different from who you really are so it's very difficult to separate the two you might not be the vocal type yet you are deceiving people you are trying to uh, put them in positions whereby you know that of course they will come back to you so everything is geared towards fulfilling your own desires not for the benefit of the whole thing or of the whole team so deception is a very powerful tool they use so be very careful when you're around such kind of people now 10 10 fear mongering fear mongering you see one thing about this fear is 
they want to use it to ah if you don't do this ah this will happen if you don't do this this will happen if you don't do this this will not happen because all they want to do is make sure that you come and you do that thing that that is in their in line with their bidding so that is why you have to be very careful when some people just ordinary are just used to some people this is their favorite pastime they fear monger they more they they try to spread fear make you maybe do some things out of you know spontaneously without thoughts and they make you do things you know which ordinary you wouldn't do on a normal day but because they frighten you you're like oh god okay before this thing happen oh lord you know you just feel so uncomfortable and you just have to do it so that is it you know and um i believe that you must have gotten value from this uh i was talking about i've been talking about how manipulators could maximize emotional intelligence so i've talked about you know silence is their dependable weapon subtle cajoling emotional manipulation through a negative emotion fast in speaking asking too many questions insistence on home court advantage capitalize on the need to return favors they exploit your happiness deception fear mongering so i believe that with these 10 points you'll be able to identify manipulators when you see them or when you're around you or when they come close to you so that is it for today once more i am Uchenna Ozekwe, also known as bethany blaze i'm your content craftsman and your personal transformation advocate i have the mandate to inspire and motivate young women and women to be best versions of themselves do join me in the next episode of blazing impact podcast